Welcome to Mad World with Meg and Maria. Just two girls figuring out this mad world we live in. Welcome back to Mad World. I'm Maria. And I'm Meg. What's up, bitches? (laughs) (laughs) We just recorded that twice. (laughs) Yeah, because the first time Maria was peeking. I'm peeking. (laughs) I'm Maria and I'm peeking. Um, So how's your week been? My week has been, mm, I'd say 7 out of 10 because I've been relatively productive. I've been moving around a lot more. I'm still unemployed, but that doesn't get me down. <laughs> um, because everyone I speak to, all of my friends who are working, are like, Meg, please, I know how much you want to work, but this is the only time in your life that you're probably going to be in this position, so just revel in it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Good point. So that's what I'm going to do. How's yours been? Talking of work, I got that dreaded text of, we're opening next week. And I was like... I feel oh, like this has gone so quickly. It has. I think, do you know what I think it is? Last lockdown, we didn't have anything to do, but like, I mean, you did, because you're very good at creating. Oh, honey, I've always found something to do. Exactly. Whereas (sighs) this time, we had the podcast today, which was, gave me, like, it gave me some, like, inspiration and, like, motivation. Um, So, like, on our Instagram at the minute, we're, like, promoting. small businesses and stuff for the lead up to Christmas, which is fun. I just think we've picked up our Instagram game over the past few weeks. Like, I yeah. feel like we're both engaging more than we were. And also, I'm kind of loving promoting things. Like, we're actually doing promotions now, aren't we? And I feel very professional. Yeah, me too. So if anyone wants to, uh, you know, be our agent or something. <laughs> yeah, we are looking for an agent, guys. I know there's probably loads of you who want to do it. Um, I know there's probably, you know, a silly amount of people. We're not we're not going to be able to audition all of you. But if you just send a cover letter into madworld underscore podcast at outlook.com, we will be happy to read it at least. So yeah, thank you. There is no, there is no underscore. <laughs> we get no emails. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to get any emails because there's no underscore in the email, but it's fine. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't deal with I don't deal with the emails, guys. I don't deal with the emails. We do have an admin team that deal with that, and her name is Maria. Um, quickly, have you finished the Crown? Then I've got one episode left. I don't want to finish serious? it. I love it so much. Maria, oh, I know that feeling. I had a very sexual dream about Josh, o- Josh O'Connor last night as well. Stop it. Stop! I mean, I get the sexual dream in season three, but season four, he really pissed me off. Except, I know I should say this. I'm going to say it. It wasn't, I didn't have, can I just, can I just correct you? I didn't have a sexual dream about Josh O'Connor playing, um, I nearly nearly said James Charles then. (laughs) 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 Playing James Charles. I snurs. I need to perfect my impression of, um, I need to perfect my impression of James Charles. Hi guys, it's James. He's called James. 10% off. As a checkout. If you do I like 10 like times got... faster and then you got it. I just use 10 times for 10% off the metal trivet. Oh my okay, God, really James. I've, I've got my lines. I've got my lines. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, what I was saying was I, I had a sexual dream about Josh O'Connor as a as a as a himself, not as James <laughs> Charles. Not as Charles. As Charles. Yeah. I mean I I'm know dribbling this just really thinking bad. about it. <laughs> I know this sounds really bad and I shouldn't say it. But you know that scene when he got really angry at Diana and he was shouting and his vein was popping out. Honey, I had a sweat on. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, when was it? Oh, was this when um were they, they in, were um, in Australia? Yeah, maybe. No, it was after she hugged the kid with AIDS. I don't remember seeing that happen. <laughs> oh, they had... Okay, maybe it's, an, maybe it's the episode that's coming. Anyway, he has this... If you've seen it, he has this moment where he's like shouting at Diana and he's like, oh, and his arms in the air pointing and I'm like, oh my God. Maybe that's the last episode. The that's probably the last episode. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of interviews with the cast. Yeah, I've seen a few and stuff, but he is stunning. Oh my God. I think something about He's so lovely as well. It's that sort of like, oh, I don't know, because I'm thinking about him too much and his floppy hair. And I just, let's just, I'm getting too excited over here. His floppy hair. (laughs) Josh O'Connor, if you're listening. (laughs) Do you know what I thought was interesting about the cast, though, was the person who plays Anne, Erin Doherty, is like pretty much a cockney and it's brilliant listening to her. Stop it. Like when she's, yeah, when she talks normally, she's like, she sounds cockney. I love I'm not sure that. whereabouts she's from, but she is her 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 Princess Anne voice is amazing because that she sounds mad. really different. Anyway, like we're digressing. Sorry, quickly, I'm sorry, quickly. I had a sexual dream about James Charles <laughs> jokes. <laughs> um, quickly, really quickly, who do you think is going to play? Like, it's going to be different with the characters. Obviously, they're changing now. I know who's playing the Queen. Who? Amelda Staunton. Really? Yeah. I knew that because I've been watching loads of interviews. Oh my and God. Olivia Carmen said it. Exciting. Okay, yes. On to the topic. No more James Charles. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sister, sorry. <laughs> I'm so. Sister, sorry. <laughs> right. So today's episode, we are going, well, we want to try and convince each other of different things that we don't believe. And we also want to try and convince you of things that we enjoy and we think everyone should enjoy or like or whatever. Does that make sense? Can you explain Indeed. that easier? So basically what we're going to do is convince each other. I just repeat everything you say. <laughs> we're just, we're having an open discussion about certain things that we do and don't believe. Um, because Maria is the most gullible person that I know and believes pretty much every theory she looks into. Yeah. Whereas I am more of a debunker. Um, I find them interesting, but I do try to debunk. Yeah. You know? I'm like that happened and I've tried to stop myself reading into conspiracies and stuff um because it's not healthy (laughs) Um, no it's not it's I think if you read it if you're reading into conspiracies and you find them interesting or entertaining fair enough but if you fall into that hole of believing everything you read yeah it can be quite a sour (laughs) place yeah leave a bit of a sour taste in your mouth 100% and I you don't believe things easily, like you just said. You need the facts. You need the strict evidence. And 
I'm I get that. I completely that's fair enough, you know? Maybe some people say you're a yeah. realist. But there's one thing that irks me, like physically irks me that you don't believe. And it stresses me out so much. But we'll get into into that because I want you to begin. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to begin with? So I want you, so like I said to you when we we're discussing this, um, that like 9-11 was easy and inside job, yeah? Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So you believe that 9-11, a terrorist attack <laughs> that killed over 3,000 Americans. I just feel laughed. Don't say that when I've got was, a laugh on. Was, no, don't worry. I think you're laughing at yourself more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> was an inside job. Yeah. Okay. I believe that it was a terrorist attack. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a terrorist okay. attack by the Al-Qaeda, ordered by Osama bin Laden. Now, this is what I need to get into, is the facts. I'm a woman of facts. I deal with facts. Right. And I hope I just got that first bit right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, I bet you've looked into... So, what are the things that you believe to tell you was an inside job? I bet one of them is, like, there was an explosive put in the building... Jet fuel can't melt steel, you know, all that. Let me start off, right? So, first of all, I think Osama bin Laden was definitely involved with the 9-11 attack. However, Osama bin Laden was on record with the US government for years, okay? There was chances and opportunities where he could have been taken down. I think he was working with the US government, okay, for whatever reason. <laughs> and but what this is the important thing is you need to have a reason. Okay, so there must be a motive. Th- I mean, of course there's a motive. It's the US government. They're <laughs> they're not legit, you know? But you have to- I don't think the US government is the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> but what I do think is that it was more of a religious stance or, you know, against the US as an, like, US government as an establishment. Yeah. So it would be, it would be weird that it was the US government doing it to themselves. I think what... And their own people. ...confuses me is that there was an interview with a uh, firefighter who obviously went in the building, da 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 and he said that there was a bomb. He said he saw a bomb. There's an interview of him on YouTube saying that he saw one of the bombs at, on the like on one of the floors. And explain to me how an explosion does go off at another time, another point. And when the plane goes through, because there's a, there's a there's a video of when the plane goes through the tower and then it just vanishes. Yeah, I mean, it could have gone into the building. Yeah, but you know, you know no, because then you would have seen it, and they would have seen it. This amazing. is what this is what I've read into, right? So people all claim there was explosives pl- planted into the building. Think about how busy this building was, right? And yeah. in order to blow up something with an explosive in a building that is that large, you would have to kind of place explosives within the walls within um you know all sorts of areas drill things 
you know, if you really wanted to take it down. Um, but this is one of the, this was the World Trade Center. This is one of the biggest, most, you know, busiest buildings in the world at that point. Um, yeah. And no one claimed to see anyone, nobody claimed anything to see anyone placing or putting um, explosives in certain places to then blow up later on down the line after a plane hits it. But but multiple multiple eyewitnesses, right? There are multiple eyewitness accounts that do say that explosions were coming from the basement on the bottom floor. Like, with you know, one of them being... Um, the janitor. Right. Ex- explain that. Let me refer back to my notes. <laughs> okay, this is this is what I read. Okay. The towers were brought okay. down by controlled demolition. This is what I was talking about. Right. So the, the theory is many skeptics point to film uh, to a film of mysterious puffs of smoke emanating from each of the floor floors of the towers as they collapse. These puffs of smoke are seen as proof that the building was brought down by the setting off of explosives that had been drilled into the columns of the towers prior to the 9-11 attacks. So there's no credible report to emerge of demolition teams spotting, uh, being spotted drilling holes, right? Um... Surely somebody yeah. on at least one floor would have noticed something. Secondly, the Twin Towers contained enormous quantities of air. As each floor gave way and collapsed down on the one below, that air was instantaneously compressed and had to go somewhere. While it may look like a small series of explosions occurred as the building collapsed, that was actually happening. Uh, what was actually happening was the air leaving the building, mixed with tonnes of in- instantly pulverised concrete, was expelled outwards as each floor collapsed, thus giving the impression of detonation. Now, this is what I w- want to hone in on. <laughs> I don't think people, I don't think people realise the sheer size of that building and how large that building was, and how big of an effect something like a plane going through it will have on the rest of the building. And when so- said floors start to crumble. Other said floors then start to crumble, but guess what? There's things in those buildings that need to somehow leave the sides for it to carry on falling. So there is air, there is right. rubble, there okay. is debris. There were people, okay. you know, there was so much in there. <laughs> so for someone to be like, I saw an explosion. No, you didn't. You probably saw air escaping the building. Okay. I get your point. Which is what I think a lot of people probably believe they saw. I don't think they're trying right. to be like, I saw a, a bomb, so you should believe me. I think they're just saying what they think they saw. I saw an explosion. Yeah, but it probably yeah. wasn't. Okay, so, okay. Explain this then. Okay. As this is floor, fun. On the floor, there was a lot of debris and there was a lot of, you know, obviously the plane bloody crashed, so there's a lot of plane debris. If a plane's crashed... Right. Explain to me why there were passports that were intact found close um, to the crash sites of the alleged hackers, hijackers. So how did these two passports or however, yeah, how did these passports of the alleged hackers 
survived the fireballs of the intense heat, the big crash from the plane, and there was no wreckage of the passports, and they were completely fine. Eh. So if they're the attackers on the... <laughs> Genuinely. As soon as there is, as soon as there is a hole somewhere on a plane, air gets sucked out of it. Yeah, but and I, what I think happened is, I'm pretty sure only half of one plane went into said building, something like no, that. No, because what what I'm not understanding, right? What I'm not understanding, there's passports. Yeah, mm. they're intact. The people who did it, they're going to be at the front of the plane. They're going to be the ones at the front of the plane. Okay. And think of that big explosion. But yet these two passports, or however many passports, how many the attackers are, they were, these passports were intact on the floor. What makes you think they would have taken their passports into the cockpit? But what makes you think, why is their pass? If they, yeah, let's say they didn't take their passports on, forget the passports, but why are their passports perfectly, you know, in condition on the floor? I don't know. I can't, I can't <laughs> scientifically explain that, but there was, you know, paperwork flying around everywhere that was untouched. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just think there's too many little things that just don't add up to me. You know, I think, I think, um, what's his face? George Bush's reaction when he found out was pretty legit, I must admit. Well, he was reading a story to, you know, fucking kindergarten kids or whatever it was. <laughs> But you know there was I mean? an element of keep your cool, you know? But there was something... But no, but I'm saying as in, like... No, I'm saying as, like, that was a legit... Um, that was a legit reaction. Like, the way he reacted was, like, oh, my fuck. Like, that just actually happened. The world yeah. changed sense. Like, he was, like... <gasps> but you could tell that was, like, real, genuine reaction that I don't think... I just got knows. goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, like, he's not... Um, he's not an actor at the end of the day. And that was like, no. <laughs> so you're congratulating his response. Okay. I'm saying his response was legit, and it's hard to fake. Okay, there you go then. Well, okay, let's round. I, I just want to round up this um, this whole 9/11 conspiracy. Okay, I don't think a lot of people who were. I think a lot of people who were sat there creating these conspiracies, confusing themselves, you know, trying to work out what happened, um, freaking themselves out, adding to this, like, big storyline of dramatic events. I don't think they realise the sheer volume of something like that physically happening and how messy it was, you know? It wasn't this, like, very organised, clean-cut thing. It was a mess. It took out, like, a huge part of New York. Like, just because that building was destroyed doesn't mean that it didn't fall on top of other shit, you know? There was another building next to it that just disappeared as well. Yeah, the Pentagon. But, yeah. God, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, look, all of this, I'm talking about just the World Trade Centre. Okay. That was just a very, very, very tragic, awful, disgusting thing to happen. Like, it's called the World Trade Centre for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And now there's just this huge, like, hole in New York. Um, yeah. You know, and it so was many tragic. people lost their family members. So many people lost so much. Um, and I think people, like, 
sitting there conspiring against what happened. It's like, just think about the families and how long it's taken them to deal to get that justice. Yeah. Yeah, and to deal with the fact that they their family was killed by terrorists. Yeah, it's fucking... It is, you know? it is horrible. It is horrible. But again, it goes back to the whole... I believe anything I read on the internet. Yeah, yeah, darling, 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 yes. But there are some pretty, like, sweaty little fat men in their rooms, you know, like, reading up on fucking conspiracies against the U- US government and, you know. I just look at people like that and I think, really? Okay, right. So I get that, I get that, I get you. I get what you're saying, I hear you loud and clear. One thing I don't understand, Meg, I really just don't get it. Have you ever just sat, like, and looked at the sky at night? No, because I'm scared that a rock's going to fall on me. Pardon? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Pardon? You know, like, in The Sims, in The Sims where they stargaze. Does that happen? Yes. Do you not know this? Oh my god! And if you stargaze, if you stargaze in the day, something can fall on you as well. Ready? Yeah, never know that. Yeah, so I'm surprised you don't know this because you're like I know what the Sims. hell. Oh my god! Quickly, going back to what I was saying, have you ever just looked at the sky genuinely at night? Yeah. And how many fucking stars are there? <laughs> Right, in Cornwall, back in Cornwall, have you... Exactly, like, impossible to count, right? Yeah. So you explain to me how aliens don't exist when we are sat here, I'm talking through a computer screen, I've got this mic that's picking up my voice, this, like, long phallic-looking thing that's picking up my voice as I'm talking, and it's getting this my voice in, like, everything I'm saying is perfect, and, like... I can see you right now and you're like six hours away from me. How is this technology we've got on this earth and how are we sitting here on a chair and like we can, I don't know, we're sat here and we're one planet and you look at the sky and there's like billions of stars that you literally can't count and you're telling me there's not other life, there's not aliens out there doing probably, there's probably a couple aliens who've got a podcast called something like, I don't know, like World Mad or something. Right. Mad Planet. (laughs) Mad Planet. They're doing their own podcast on Mad Planet for Mad Planet. Explain it to me. (laughs) Are you done? I just can't fathom. Like, I'm sorry, look at what we're doing. (laughs) I'm done. Okay. So when it comes to aliens, I don't like believe... Like, I don't not believe that there's life elsewhere. I very much believe that there is life and organisms, living organisms on other planets. Orgas, 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 organisms. Organisms. Yeah. (laughs) The planet of, planet orgasm. Planet of orgasm, Um, let's go there. (laughs) First class ticket. Yeah. I wonder if they have 20 Josh O'Connor. Oh, we'll take our 20% love honey discount too. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Love Honey. <laughs> Joking, it is completely and utterly not, but that would be really cool if we got that one day. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, use code Planet Orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, that. that's what I was saying. Um, I do believe there is life forms. Okay. Elaborate. But what I don't believe is there's like little green men dancing around fucking Neptune going beep boop you know? <laughs> okay, so let me explain something to you. So the adjective, no, sorry. So yeah, so the adjective for alien is unfamiliar and disturbing or, um, you know, something that's not normal in your environment. So <laughs> something that's unfamiliar... That's you have no idea about anything about that's alien to you. We have no idea about the life outside the earth. We have no idea about the living or- organisms outside. Yep. They're alien to us. Therefore, they are aliens. <laughs> okay. If we're being literal, then yes, I suppose there are alien things. Yes. But I don't believe in green men. No, I'm... I'm okay... So, let's say there's a planet called Greenophilia. That sounds like, that sounds really, like, (laughs) wrong. Like something you shouldn't admit. (laughs) Say there's a planet out there. Okay. (laughs) It does. Called Planet Orgasm. (laughs) Okay, Planet Orgasm is a green planet. Everything's green and it's just the air is green and everything's green because that's just how things evolve on that planet. Okay? So for example, the sea in on earth is blue. The sea on planet orgasm might be green, okay? So therefore people's skin, their pigment might be or people, the aliens pigment of their skin might be more green, okay? Because of the environment that they have to survive on, on Planet Orgasm. We, you have, an alien might look at us and think, oh my God, she has white, brown, black, whatever colour skin. That's just purely because that's, you know, the environment we, you know what I mean, have evolved from. So their environment might be green or pink or purple. Wait until they find out about racism as well. (laughs) Like, they think the different colour skins, like, whoa. But wait until they find out the fucking issues. I just... You I, know? <laughs> you are, do you know what I'm trying to say, though? We've evolved from our habitat. You know? Like, dogs a million years ago look different to dogs now. Dogs now are more domestic. Whereas I think you have to understand that these... Did dogs exist a million or so years ago? Probably. This is a genuine question. Probably. I don't think they did. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to off topic again. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? I'm is Googling that... dogs. Dogs, <laughs> when did they start? Do you know what I'm saying, though? Is that people, that their environment, aliens' environment and habitats are very different to ours. So they may be green. They may be pink. They may look a bit different. They may have a third eye. They may have five nipples. They may have big lips. Okay. Cardi B. absolutely fine. (laughs) But what I'm saying is... They may have a fat ass. They might have a badonky donk. (laughs) They might have a wet ass pussy. (laughs) Yeah. They might just all have waps. (laughs) There might be, on Planet Orgasm, just 
a bunch of aliens with WAPs. Yeah. Okay, so I believe in them now. <laughs> but do you no, know what I'm you, trying to you say? You really have. No, you truly won me over, Maria. I believe in them now. Is that sarcasm? Yes. Okay. So before you, I just want to make a note. <laughs> you go. Okay, fine. Carry you on. Can... No, 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 baby girl, please. I'm just surprised you're not exhausted yet. I just want to say really quickly, right? In 1952, okay. I want to bring some facts into you, okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> She's been throwing it back. I didn't expect that. I just want to say that in 1952, shit in went down. In 1952, a CIA group called the Psychological Strategy Board concluded that when it came to UFOs, the American public was dangerously gullible because obviously they believe in things like the green men. Yeah. Okay. Um, people say UFO, um, UFOs, all that shit, whatever. But in nineteen in November two thousand four, the USSA Princeton, a Navy cruiser escorted the aircraft carrier. I don't know where I'm going with this. Me neither. <laughs> according, okay, according to its two thousand. <laughs> This is like me trying to read the facts of 9-11. According to a 2009 Pentagon briefing summarised in the New York Times, the United States was incapable of defending itself against some of the technologicals discovered from UFOs and other figures. Okay. There's scientists who are suddenly much more bullish about the possibility of life out there. You know, only 30 years ago, we had not discovered a single planet outside our solar system. But now we've discovered more than 3,000 planets outside our solar system. So if we're only discovering that 30 years ago, if we can only land on the moon not even that long ago, we're obviously going to learn more about life form that's outside Earth. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you to my TED Talk. Breathe. Okay. I think it's interesting how passionate you are about it. But I think it's something you should be passionate about. Like when you look at the stars, it's fucking beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god, I think I think the universe is incredible. Um I just wish I, I was, you know, I just wish I had more access to know for fact, you know? Cause like I said at the beginning, I'm a woman who deals with facts. You're the one who needs to be like, okay, I've seen an alien, now I believe it. I need to be abducted and annually probed. <laughs> Maybe you okay. Have. So once I'm, once I've once I've been sucked up into that little ship and someone's given me a good spanking, <laughs> and then they've spat me and made the alien that looks exactly like Joshua Connor. <laughs> so if I get sucked up into an, a spaceship and Joshua Connor is in there and he's like, "Where have you been?" and I'm like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "Bend over." <laughs> <laughs> Take me too. And he's like, bends over. He anally probes me. Wow. And then puts me, back, puts me back down. I think I'd probably be like, do you know what? That exists. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what I need. Yeah. I also think I deserve it. Right. So, <laughs> this is what I want to, this is what I want to say. <laughs> this is what I want to say, right? Oh, Josh O'Connor, honey, please don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you ever will, honey. Um, What I want to know is um, why is it these adoption stories only really happen to people living in the middle of nowhere in America, um, slightly uneducated, (laughs) um, you know... Rednecks. They all kind of, 
I don't know, they all kind of seem to be painted by the same brush, you know, like they're very, there's a very specific demographic that claim to be, yeah, you know, I could picture sucked it. up from, you I know, I was just, it. I was just, I was just, you know, digging a hole in, in the sand and I was up in the, in the sky. And then I, I put it back like... and they, they spoke a language I didn't understand and I was thinking, and they put me back down and I ran and I told my wife, but now I can't remember anything. It's like... Yeah, it's like, it's like, Caroline, you were there. You were there, Caroline, you saw it. And yeah. Caroline's like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I did. And I didn't know what to do. I had to grab the dogs and take them inside. I was so scared. I didn't think exactly. you'd ever come back. And then, and then the cameraman's like, so Caroline, what did he, what did he look like? And Caroline's <laughs> like, well, he was big and he had these big eyes and he was about nine feet tall <laughs> and he were green. And he put his finger in my husband's ass. <laughs> and her husband's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and her husband's like, and I really liked it. <laughs> and it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Go to hell. We go to Wee's hell. grass. <laughs> but that's what I this is this is why I just feel like when it comes to stuff like that I can't really take it too seriously yeah things like that I'm just like Caroline honestly get off the internet get off mum's net get off the whatsapp group facebook you've had enough mum's just... net lol <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> just just crack on with your own life yeah stop taking the meth the meth ain't helping <laughs> yeah just loosen um, up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Next one, everyone. Okay, so going back, when me and Meg had our radio show when we were radio stars, we did a yeah. segment on ghosts. And I remember it because we were... So when we recorded, it was this tiny little booth um, recording studio. And um, we always recorded late at night. So I think we recorded at 10 o'clock was our show. And... It was a bit creepy. And we ended up talking about ghosts. And I remember just sat there with you being like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Because I genuinely yeah. believe, go- <clears throat> believe in ghosts. That was quite a scary um, studio as well, wasn't it? Because it was always pitch black because we filmed so late. Of recorded yeah. so late. Um, it was always really dark and creaky. And if it was windy, you you felt like the whole building was moving. Yeah. Yeah. Li- no, literally you know? though. <laughs> Do you remember that time? Wasn't there a time where we were recording and the door just opened? I think that was the ghost one. And it was like, there's no way, because it's on a latch, there's no way that door could have opened itself. It just opened. And I was like, yeah. Maria, haha. And you were like, Meg, haha. Did you do that? And I'm like, no, honey, no. But I think it's weird um, that I'm, I'm very like, I'm very disinterested in aliens, but I'm also really interested in spirits and the other side, like, you know, yeah. you have a spirit See, side. I personally think, I okay, so I love a good horror film, um, but I don't believe in de- demons. Sorry, the word scares me. I don't believe in demons because I think that's just believing in the devil and believing religiously more. Yeah, that's come, that comes from a religious standpoint. I think yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, I believe in bad energies. Yeah, like people are bad, so you can have a bad ghost. Do you know what I mean? I know a few demons. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think ghosts, 100% real. Do you believe in ghosts? I'd like to believe in ghosts. Yeah. No, I'd like okay. to believe in ghosts and spirits because I think it can be quite calming to people who've lost loved ones. Maria, your whole screen has yeah. gone green. Maria, <laughs> I need up. to take a picture of your screen just as you talking serious? about ghosts. Are you serious? <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? The screen has gone green. I'm no, sending you a picture right now. No, because I'm getting scared. <laughs> no. Wait, I'm going to take another picture of you. Look at the camera because you can just about see you. Okay, I'm looking at the camera. I'm scared. Okay, right. Oh, my God. I'm no, sending you pictures now. Oh, my God. I'm actually a bit scared, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, ghosts, if you're around, please. They do say... Oh, I'm fucking um, freaking out. No, don't. No, don't. Don't say it. Oh. That spirits come through electronics. Oh, fuck, Meg. You said it. <laughs> because it's frequencies. It's all frequencies. This is oh. why I believe it, because it's more of like a frequency thing. I'm going to be so scared. And energy. Anything. And spirit. You know I'm Maybe it's the spirit here. of the Hulk. You... Huh? <laughs> Maybe it's the aliens. Oh, it's gone back to normal now. You know I'm freaking out here. Like, you can tell I'm freaking out, right? It does look like there's a shadow behind you. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> genuinely i think it's just the room adjusting back to the light no stop right, i've sent Honestly, you these pictures I've had enough. <laughs> get them find the exit door i'm off get that fire exit door i'm off i think we need to call this um episode something like chaotic conversations oh, about oh my god i'm really scared i'm sweating <laughs> But yeah, so I was watching, um, I was introduced to these two YouTubers. I don't know what they're called, whatever. Anyway, they did a Ouija board. Yeah. You have to watch them because I don't usually believe in Ouija board stuff. I would never do one, but I don't believe in it. However, the way, the things that this ghost knew or this like spirit knew when they were doing the Ouija board and the way they had a conversation with these spirits was so, like, it was crazy. And there was a bit where... The spirits explained that they don't necessarily have to die in the environment they died in. No, sorry, they don't actually necessarily have to be in the place where they died in. No. So mm. if a spirit dies, let's say, you know, down the road, it could be a spirit and in, in um, another environment somewhere else in the country. It doesn't necessarily have to die. You know what I mean? It doesn't stay in its environment. Which is which makes it even scarier. Which makes it even scarier because I said to like I always have conversations about this with my mum and I'm like. We don't have ghosts in the house, do we? And she's like, no, like, this house hasn't been here that long. Like, the people who had it before, like, moved like moved on. They moved out. So no one died in the house. And I always thought, oh, no one died in the house. There's not going to be any ghosts here. But the fact that spirit, spirits can freely move around the world, that scares me because there could be a lot of ghosts in here now. <laughs> like, they could, get on, they could get on the bus and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these spirits, like... These spirits in the, these videos again on the YouTube, they said things like they leave the room when the, the girls have, have had like naughty time, like if they've had sex or something. And it's like, shit. <laughs> I do a lot of dumb shit in my room. I do think that sometimes when I do things, I think, I wonder if anyone saw me do that. <laughs> like if I got a bop on. Oh, it's the dog. It's your dog. Slowly, <laughs> <Bodies>, get the <laughs> shit out. What would you... Oh, my God. Did you used to do this thing when you were younger? I don't even know why I did it. Did you used to do this? I'm not a religious person. No. Yeah. I am Christian Catholic. <laughs> but um, I'm not a religious person. Right. When I was younger, I used to do something weird or, like, naughty. And I'd go, sorry, God. 
Yeah. Did you used to do that? Yeah, and I used to pray. I used to go like, sorry, God. And I used to pray. And like, I'm like, why am I doing that? I don't believe in this. Did you used to pray? Oh my God, when I wanted something really bad, I'd get on my hands and knees and I'd put my hands on the bed and I'd go, dear God, please let me get this for my birthday. Thank you. Yes, me too. Like, dear God, please, please, please do this for me. Dear God, please. Dear God, please, please say Regan likes me. <laughs> no, but I've been there. Oh, I've been there. Even now where I'm like, oh Lord, I'm like, Lord help. Like, but I don't believe in God. <laughs> Lord have mercy. When I'm having a massive shit and it's hurting my bum hole. Oh like, Lord. Lord have mercy. I'm like, Lord have mercy on my bowels. When George, when George O'Connor comes on the screen, it's like, Lord, for I have oh my sinned. God. <laughs> Lord, I have sinned. I have had dirty thoughts. I've used my love honey discount for Josh O'Connor. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you got any Whoa. have you got any ghost That's stories funny. no I, I wish i did oh see, actually i, I do it. i have one story one of my old friends from secondary school when i used to go around to her house you used to be able to hear her dead dog barking shut up at night yeah pretty sure because she had this little dog called Susie. And she was like this tiny little like Yorkie, and she was she had this very specific bark, and you'd l- like hear it at night. Stop! Did you hear it? Yeah, <gasps> I'm pretty sure I heard it before, and I was like, "Susie, is that you?" I was like, "Susie, if that's you, make a noise." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I quickly want to like say like my spiritual un- unexplained sort of situation. So I was for playing. I was playing at my friend Sam's house. I was staying at my friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> I was you say though. She's playing at her friend's house. So I stayed at my friend Sam's house after a night out. Um, I stayed in one right. of the... Because it was a shoon house. So I stayed in one of um, the spare rooms. So it was his ex-girlfriend's room I stayed in. Um, and I had a dream. And, oh, I remember it so vividly. Like, we were talking about dreams last episode, briefly. And we, you know, I yeah. said that th- those dreams that you really vividly remember, like, it's so weird. And I remember this dream and I was just, it was this massive, big, red, fat, chunky, thick with double C um, spider. <laughs> like, it was, <laughs> it was a beast of a spider. Big, fat, red legs big fat red body and it had black stripes like big black thick stripes so it's like a red and black thick spider <laughs> okay love and I, that and i was lying it was in the same room so i was in that room in my dream lying in the position i was and i looked up at the ceiling and it was this big red spider coming down um and then the next morning i said you know hi sam how are you <laughs> hung over blah 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 morning I sam i had this I had this really weird dream last night and I explained it to him. I said, this big red black spider. And he goes, oh my God, my ex-girlfriend used to have that exact dream of a big black red spider in the room and she used to get it multiple times. That's fucking weird. And obviously like, he's never told me that story because he's not going to tell me about the stories that his girlfriend has. Do you know what I mean? Um, That's fucking crazy. But he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, and I literally can I can picture this spider in my head right now, and it's fucking beast, man. That's so bizarre, though, because but, I just I think see that stuff is really fascinating to me because it's 
more factual. Yeah. And it's like... That people can connect through the same thought. Yeah. But there must be something in that room. There's obviously an influence or something yeah. that is causing that. Obviously, it's not, I mean, you know, it's not a ghost thing, but it's something, I don't know, it's something that's just unexplained, like, you can't explain it, and I don't get it, and I will never get it. But, yeah. Um, so, I want to do a quick thing at the end, and I want to try and convince our listeners of things that we like or weird things that we find, you know, that we, okay. we enjoy. So, we've got, like, 30 seconds each. I want you to start um, with... So you're going to try and convince people why cold and congealed foods are nice. I'm with you on this, but you've got to convince people in 30 seconds. Ready? What is worse than burning your mouth on food? Nothing. There's nothing worse than burning your mouth on food and not being able to taste every single layer of flavour. So what I do is I let my food cool down mostly or completely and I gobble my food cold and congealed in the process. Um... Nothing beats that feeling of cold congealed super noodles. All the all the liquids disappeared. Oh. You can just easily twist it around and stick it on the fork. You can go <laughs> in one, okay? And then sometimes if you leave it long enough, you can basically eat it like a sandwich because you can pick it up in one and go, you know? <laughs> also, there's nothing better than cold pizza, cold pasta. Or oh, um, cold rice. Cold rice is pretty good. It does go a bit hard. No, I love but cold that rice. Doesn't matter. Cold Indian, cold Chinese, cold leftovers. Cold fish There's and There's something chips. really, really good about that. I mean, I'm not a massive chip eater, but I'll eat, I'll eat a cold tabloid. <laughs> chips, onion rings. <laughs> oh, piss off. So I want to do a poll, actually, because I'm really curious to see if anyone else has this. I like cold and stale foods. Stale Jaffa cakes. Oh, my day. Uh, yeah, that's no... Stale Jaffa cakes. I don't... See, this is the thing is, I'm all with you on the cold food thing. Like, you know when you open a can of beans? I love a cold bean. Like, I love cold... Yeah. I love a cold bean. I love cold beans Just so a much. single one. <laughs> Just a single yeah. bean. But I love that. I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you on the cold... I love cold food. I love it. And, uh, right, so I went round to someone's house before lockdown, obviously, and I got a Domino's. And they were about to put my Domino's in the oven the next morning. And I was like, are you serious? Oh, that's insulting. And I was like... Where's the consent? Where's the consent? I I mean, they didn't. Because I was like, don't you dare ruin my Domino's. Because the best thing about Domino's is when it's cold the next morning. Yeah. Um, And it's a bit tough. I'm convinced. But I don't know if other people will be. (laughs) Um, Okay. So... Your turn. I'm going to convince everyone that crunchy foods are the god tier of any food. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got a snack and it has that crunch and it just crunches in your mouth and you can hear it and it's just so loud and you know that this food is so hard and crunchy and it's going to last for so long in your mouth and it's just so satisfying like when you get a crunchy or a juicy watermelon and you just hit that crunch so perfectly or a fucking Derrily Dunker and it just crunch and it snaps and it's like... And you can just chew, but it's not like a horrible, achy chew. It's like a satisfying crunch chew. And it just makes food so much better. Convinced? Okay. Um, No, because I just sat and spoke about how I like stodgy food. So... <laughs> we're just... We're just too... We're just chalk and cheese, baby. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm convinced anyway. I love a good crunch. Oh, God. I remember the ASMR days and they would have those... Uh... Oh, my God. We need to do a fucking episode on ASMR, honestly. Oh, my God. And they had those... I love it. Seaweeds, those grape seaweeds. Oh, and they've got such a lovely crunch. Yeah, we'll do an ASMR. Oh, God, yeah. Um, okay. We have to do ASMR. I want you to convince me. What's your third, your second thing that you have to convince people sorry oh um i've got this thing that i love weird little things with smiley faces on them like um actual faces on them so it could be anything tiny small weird and as long as it's got a face on it i'll love it because it's just there's something about that delicate little dainty face <laughs> i just can't explain it <laughs> surely it's a thing and there's a woman on instagram called kimmy Schmi- kimmy shimmy i think Right. And she makes um she makes like um sculptures of like sushi and stuff, but in the middle of the sushi is like a baby face. Or she'll do like a tin of sardines and it's full of instead of sardines, it's full of tiny baby faces. Oh my god, they're brilliant. They're <laughs> incredible. Gross. And there's something about it that as soon as I see something with a dainty little face on it, I'm like, oh my god, I need it. <laughs> Gross. you know no no i don't get it like i've got a pom-pom key ring in my car <laughs> and it's got baby head on it when you showed me that it's oh my so god cute. gag <laughs> it's been in my car for a year and a half now and it's a conversation starter okay right. fail i'm not convinced <laughs> okay well <laughs> okay my final thing to convince people is that Shrek is the all-time number one best film oh my that ever was. God. You are always going on about Shrek. Right. First, let me start off with the love story. That it literally turns head on society because rather than the prince, the princess falling in love with the prince, the prince falls in love with the toad. Like, so the toad doesn't turn into a prince. Instead, the princess turns into a toad, metaphorically. Do you see what I mean? So they're both ugly. They're not. Okay, okay. They fall in love. The soundtrack. Can we talk about the soundtrack? The soundtrack is phenomenal. When he's like, you gotta hold her, please her. Or you got all-star smash mouth. Or you got, I'll give them a bad reputation. And the story. And it's just so funny. Yeah. And you've got the three little pigs. And it's like, oh. I mean, it is a good, it is a good film. And then you've got Gingy. And it's like. Just brilliant, brilliant film. Oh, I'm getting so excited to watch. I'm not even going to watch. God tier. God tier film. My all-time favourite film. Shrek is the best film there ever was. The best romance story. Romeo and Juliet, who? Shrek. Fiona and Shrek. Thank you. And Fiona. Yeah. And Bona. Okay, iconic. And Fiona. And Fiona. <laughs> Imagine Shrek's Bona, though. Big, green and throbbing. Oh my god. Oh my god, what a mess of an episode. Okay. I love it. I love it when they're really chaotic. Oh my um, god. Right, let's just do our faves of the week before we let our kind listeners go. Yeah. Okay, so do you wanna go? Mine is an album by a Binet. I think that's how you say it. It's an album but it's out it's a ugh, I can't speak. It's um it's Bernays' debut album. She is the one who sings Super Lonely. Yeah. Yeah, I know I fucked up. I'm just a loser. Um, she has a new album out called See Then Kiss. Love that. It's literally called See Then with an X. Um, and it's so good. I know it's not, it's not, I actually just completely gave it the wrong name. It's called Hey You Kiss. It's called Hey You. <laughs> um, 
by Benet, B-E-N-E-E. It's really good. It's really well produced. It's funky. It's got some really good features on it. There's a feature with Grimes on there and people may know that Grimes is a full <laughs> artist. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a really good album that I think kind of suits everyone. Yeah, I think I listened so to one my... of the songs. What was it? It was, I think it was... She got a song with Lily Allen. Yeah, I love Lily Allen. I can't remember what it was, but I watched yeah, she's I listened got a song to one of them. It might have been... Oh, I can't remember it. It was on her new album. I think it was like, was it cool? She cool? Yeah, K double O L. Yeah, oh, I listened to that. That is a good song. Cool, love cool, that. Cool. Yeah. Um, yours? What's yours? Okay, so my favorite of the week is a new serum I've bought. It's Korean. It's um the red serum by Skin and Lab. Um, it's got niacinamide Ooh. in it. It's got like nice. um, so it's like it's smells so good because it's got like raspberry and pomegranate um scent which i don't usually like scent in my um skincare but it's really good because it's good for revitalizing you like brightens your skin it gets rid of like um spot scars and stuff so yeah it's good i'm enjoying awesome. it maybe i fucking need that <laughs> i sold it to you i convinced you to maybe get it yeah do you know what you win, you win. <laughs> um Okay, so we'll see you next time on Mad World. Yeah, thanks for listening to us being absolutely chaotic. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, miss you. Thank you for listening and make sure you tune in to our Two Minute Talk series every Sunday on Instagram at madworld underscore podcast. Another huge thank you for the support we have received so far and we can't wait to bring you more. You've been listening to Mad World with Meg and Maria.